Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to Perfectly Flawed. I'm your host, Tammy, along with Lauren and Terry. We are your hosts for our podcast. Um, today I will be interviewing Terry. She will be doing a goddess card for herself. Today is a interview with Terry about some life changes that have uh, in the last few months occurred for her, which has affected not only her, but several of their people around her. And with that, I'm going to turn it over to Terry. Hello, beautiful souls. So for today's goddess card, we are going to go with Warrior Goddess Terry. And Warrior Goddess Terry has become the priestess. She comes in and surrounds you with love and light to remind you that even when you are going through your darkest, darkest times, there is always light at the end of that tunnel. And there are women waiting to help you through. So when you are in your deepest, darkest time, pull back and watch for the women around you. The ones who are there lending that helping hand. Because you will find them, and you will find those invisible hands. And remember, when you're going through the darkest time, that you can heal with broken hands. So you yourself can still shine your light and heal others while you are healing yourself. And with that, I'll hand it back to Tammy so she can interview me. Okay, um, well, why don't we start with when this occurred for you? Um, on August 22nd of this year, 2019, six policemen knocked on my front door. I was in the process of going to the beach with Tammy's son and my daughter, and the police knocked on the door. For reasons that it's an ongoing case, I really can't get into specifics about why my partner was arrested but I can tell you that our lives changed in so many ways that day um, first and foremost if you have ever been a stepmom you know or you may not know but I know those are like your kids they're no different than your normal kids they are your children and when two women who love the same child and who at one time loved the same man can put aside any kind of differences than they ever had and come together for the betterment of that child, it truly is a miracle. And for me, that's where my story really started to flourish. And also, not only with this um, with the arrest, you also had to uproot yourself and ended up with um, no home, but you ended up having a place to go to, and you want to go into a little bit about that? Yep, I was very blessed. I, as some of, the, as some of our listeners already know, and Tammy knows, because Tammy's part of it, I am partnered with a luxury vegan anti-aging hair care company. 
And that was what my job was. However, I was putting on a really brave face for all of my people on Facebook, etc. And what I was not telling people was that my partner had been ill. He'd been in the hospital. And because of that illness, we had fallen behind in many of our payments, one of which being our mortgage payment. So as all this was going down, I was in the process of trying to get some help, which just things got in the way. Um, And so our home that we were living in that belonged to my mom before she passed away and then was belonged to my brother, my sister, and my children, that house all of a sudden had to be sold. We had to get everything out of that house within a matter of a week or two, and my daughter needed to be in school in days. So... With the help of her mom, we got her to where she needed to be and where we knew she was safe, and I proceeded to have to go through everything in that home that I had lived in for 35, almost 35 years, and we had to go through that, and when that happens to you, first of all, you'll find out who the people are who are mad at you because... They can't believe that you didn't tell people that you were having that much trouble because they think everything should be available on Facebook. And you learn who the people are who absolutely love and adore you and who are willing to drop everything to come over and hang out with you, help you go through all the junk, and help you make changes so that you can get yourself uprooted. So, yes, I lost my house in the process. Well, it's being sold, and I can't live it in it anymore. However, um, my daughter's mom was good enough to open her home up to me and the dogs and invite us to come live with them so that together we can co-parent our daughter. Um, also, um, it was... Interesting to see that the effect of this has on people around you as well. It was almost like the uh, pebble dropped into the ocean to create the ripples that moved out. And to see who was actually superstars for you. Yeah, it was pretty amazing to see the amount of, not to neglect men, but to see the amount of women who were right there by my side, who offered things like coming to make food, coming to help us do what we needed to do, showing up with sandwiches, showing up with drinks, showing up with whatever they thought we might need, Um, bags so that I could pack my stuff easily and take it with me. Essential oils and crystals. (laughs) Crystals. I mean, you name it. Women showed up with things and and just, like, took me in their arms and said, okay, what can we do for you? And the fact that I had that many sisters and how can willing we, to surround me. How can we help, sister? Exactly. And that really, really cemented it for me. And um, hopefully we'll go into another podcast and really, really, really dive into this. But it cemented for me that part of my purpose here is to not only create that spiritual healing center, but to create a spiritual healing center and 
um, what's the word I want? Resources for women like myself and like my daughter's mom and like the friends that I've met down here and the friends I know up there. So many women get hit with that midlife crisis, men are dumbasses, they mess up. And I think that we need a sisterhood where, like, as you're, just for example, as you're driving 13 hours to get to your daughter, it would be really great if you could pick up a phone and say, hey, I need someone to talk to because I need to work through all the stuff that I'm going to have to go through. And to be able to run into people who maybe have legal advice for you or um, just advice on how to survive what to do, what resources there might be in the area you're going to, and things like that. Because when you find yourself on your last penny and you have a kid and dog and yourself to feed, it can be really scary if you don't have resources. And I feel like that's part of why I was pushed into this, why the universe decided to really hit me hard and say, hey, you have a bigger purpose. Your sole purpose is huge, and you are not reaching your potential in your current situation. And Although I've missed you dearly, I have to say the move has, it seems to have agreed with you because it's almost like you have a glow into your being again. I feel like for maybe the last, six months to a year, I was starting something that was amazing, but I was also being stifled. And part of that is the controlling nature of some people. Sometimes men see you start to succeed and that controlling nature comes back out. And I think that there was a lot of that going on that I was just ignoring and not... Again, ladies, when you when you feel fine coming on, don't ignore it. Don't tell yourself you're nuts because you're not. Trust your gut. And ask questions. What is it we said, Tammy, that day on the beach? Talk. Yes. Talk to your partner. Talk to if them. Questions. If you're having issues, if you're feeling strange about anything. Yep. Talk well, to them. you know, and it's funny because like, you know, that, you know, that, thing that happened happened with you and then another friend of mine who is a male something else went on with his dad and craziness there and then there was another male there something else happened and I came home and I looked at my husband and this December it'll be 20 years married for us and I looked at him I'm like honey is there something you gotta tell me is there anything at all he's like uh what do you want for dinner (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, because there's all this crazy stuff going on with you guys. You know, there's something retrograde with the males or whatever is going on at this particular moment. What's going on, baby? Uh, Speak to me and let me know. (laughs) Because I don't want any, you know, bitch slap out of the the universe. And I think that that is the number one thing that I would say to women is that we don't talk enough. We don't get to know guys before, I mean... We get to know them on the surface before we decide to right. go into it, that kind of thing. But as women, we don't have the hard conversations. And to be perfectly honest... We're afraid to. Right. You know, I think that we were told for so 
long that you should be happy that you get a mate, let alone anything else, that, I mean, my mother never thought that questions about sex should be important, and I know them to be very important. Yes. We as men need to be able to say, this is what I need to be satisfied, and that opens up. Exactly. For our men or women, I'm not, you know, either way, for our partners to be able to say, oh, okay, you're being open. This is what I need from my sexual relationship. Right. And I really feel like a lot of these midlife crises are because we are not honest about our sexual wants, needs, all of that. And then all of a sudden, midlife crisis, guys start looking at other women because they're not having their needs met by us. Because we don't know what the needs are because we never had that. And we don't have. And that's the thing, you know, what I just recently, you know, thought of is because, you know, we are, you know, I'm very blessed in my marriage and the relationship that I have that my husband and I are very, we still kept our individuality and ourselves, but we work very well together. But we've also gotten over the years, um, it's what I, what I come, I, what I've called it is you're so know each other so well, you've become strangers for the fact that you're like, you know, you don't have that when you first met the passion, the making out and all that stuff, it's become just normal, norm every day. You know, you, you've in your relationship, you've gone through, you're working, you know, full time, you've got, and then you end up having children, you know, okay, we were married 12 years before we had a child. Hey, well, you know, we're late bloomers. (laughs) We are late bloomers, but at the same time, and it's, you know, and it's not that I have fallen out of love with my husband. Um, I know we love each other very deeply, but sometimes I'm, you know, I, I, as a female question, well, am I attractive enough to him anymore? Or, you know, am I pretty still, does he find me attractive that way? Or, you know, is it, is I'm, am I still sexy? Yeah. Uh-huh. Every, I've never thought of myself as a sexy female, but I'm like, to my husband, you want that. That's what women know. That's what's all been put into our heads from that. Right. And I think that a lot of that has to do with number one, date night we all need to whether we whether our partner is female male doesn't matter we need to as as partners demand that time alone together and have those date nights where we can talk because if you're sitting at the table together and you're looking at each other and you have nothing to talk about there's something going on fundamentally that's not right and you know i think we a lot of us get to that point but i think if and we it, were and that also with, you know, that's that's where you get that empty nest thing yes. for a lot of people, too. Yep. Where you get to that point, you've been so busy with the children and the, getting them mm-hmm. to college and, you know, just trying not to kill them every day. Right. <laughs> Mommy yeah, loves you, but yeah. I'm going to have to beat you now, okay? Um, exactly. <laughs> just kidding. Um, basically, you know, you get to that way and your children move on. You've yeah. lost your individuality and you've lost your togetherness and you've lost mm-hmm. that that meaning of what it was for to be a couple together. Yeah. Yep, and I think that's what happens midlife. We just we we forget because we didn't make the effort Exactly earlier on to say, Okay, once a month, once a week, twice, whatever, however much we can do it, at least once a month. We're going to go on a date night. 
Yeah. We're going to go back to the way we used to be, and we're going to go out. Well, You're also, pick me up, and we're going to go out. And also, you know, to me, that it's it's something very, it's very similar to um, you and I have talked about uh, a lot is self care. We have to, you know, we have to self-care as moms because we don't, yep. we have to make that time for us right. to self-care or else we, yep. you know, go bananas. But and then we don't feel sexy, like you Right, said. exactly. You, know, you don't see yourself as sexy because all you see is all the mom stuff and you right. forget that that sexy bitch is in there. Yeah. And, you know, on top of that, too, well, now, you know, I'm bringing that in back around to a relationship. You need to also get that balance. It's it's all about balance. Unfortunately, it's very hard to achieve balance, especially nowadays with social media, with all this stuff and, you know, working yep. and, you know, the way the economy is this, that, the other thing. But you also have to bring it around to self-care of you, the self of the relationship. Yes, and, and, and fostering that. and and have a self care, you know, date night is is self care for your relationship, as well. Or bath night. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Ta da. Self care in the tub, guy. Come on, let's go. <laughs> or even you know it's even you know, it sounds you know it sounds a little strange and stuff, but massaging your partner. To, to you know, massages, you know, go for a massage together or, yeah. you know, like, you know, it's, we used to do it when we were younger, before we had a child, we'd, you know, not to get too intimate with everybody here, but, you know, we'd have massage, we call it nakey night, but, you know, we'd have just, and it doesn't have to end up in, you know, the you know how normally things should would you would think would end, but you all all you have to do is just you know caring for your partner, and yeah. getting that relaxing and everything. You just you know get get a nice oil, mm-hmm. a nice massage oil. Puts you know big old big old beach towel on the bed so you don't get the sheets all oily, and you know give your partner a massage and to relax yeah. it. But you can also talk at the same time too. That's what you know right. we've always you know. And it's not necessarily has to be silly or, you know, serious, yet it can be silly and it can be joking with one another. It's it's yep. reconnection. Yeah, it's and really it's, reconnecting. And when you have the lights and, down and the candles and yep. music if you want and the massage, it just kind of, like I said, it doesn't have to be sexual. Right. Even though that person is naked in front of you, it doesn't have to go into the sexual part of your relationship it can be just you know a self-care mm-hmm. yep yep exactly and I think that that is a lot of what went wrong in my relationship was that we were parents first we were not paying attention to each other we were not taking that time and that one last date that we had we had one last date night about two weeks before this all happened and that was like too little too late you know we it had been gone too long, I think, and I, I just think that sometimes we, everybody else needs a reminder due to something that happens to somebody, so if I can be that reminder for some woman that, look, when you go into a relationship, sister, you need to have the conversation, this is what turns me on, this is what I like, this is what I don't like, and to be quite honest, ask the ex. I know that there's always two sides to every story and we want to believe the man, but ask the ex about him because the chances are there's something true between his story, her story, and in between. And if you know 
these things before you get into a relationship, you can you can change things. You can make sure this doesn't happen to you. And so for me, I would say you know, have those conversations. Stop being afraid to have a conversation about what you like for sex because you and I both know the root of everything is sex. I know my mother would have disagreed with me and say, sex is not everything, but the fact of the matter is, as a human being, if you not feel satisfaction and joy and orgasm, there's a problem. Your life is going to be a problem because you're suppressing your desires. And that is never healthy, and it can come out in horrendous ways, as I am a victim of right now. So that would be my advice to all those women out there is have those conversations, have the naked massage night, have those And you know what, the thing too is it just, you know, having that date night, etc., you know, whatever it may be for you, I've noticed too that it also fosters um, more affection in front of your child. Yeah. Like normal, not, not, you know. Normal. Right. <laughs> normal affection people don't right. go there we, but we it's it shows it shows your children what a relationship should be should look like you know mom and dad giving each other quickly you know, i was like you know one day i was joking around with the child and going i'm kissing daddy and he's like well, you're his wife of course <laughs> it's like because now, you know, when we were first dating, my nieces who were younger at the time would look at my husband and I and go, ew, they're kissing, <laughs> And to my son, yeah, okay, no big deal, you're, you, right. it's my mom, mom, dad, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you should be. But, I mean, to me, that also helps you foster a smarter relationship for your child later on in a their life. A healthy relationship. Something so healthy. Right. to what maybe some of us, my my parents' relationship wasn't normal. So I guess that's why I still have to figure out what normal is for me. Yeah, and by no means are, you know, my husband and I normal people whatsoever. I mean, you know that. That's why you and I hang out. Um, <laughs> that is quite true. You know, we sleep with two different blankets and, you know, hey, it makes our marriage work. He, he doesn't want a sheet. I want a sheet. So... And that's, that's how okay. things, and that's, you know, but it works. It works for right. us. It's, you have to yeah. find out what works for you. Yep. And you're honest about it. And that yeah. is really the bottom line is you have to be honest about what you feel and what you want, because as soon as you stop being honest about it and you start letting things slide and not standing up for yourself, then things go haywire. Yep. And then you end up with problems. And if we were more open about it, I don't think these kind of things would happen so often. Yeah. And that's, a, you know, it's like I said, it's, it's, it's a really hard thing, you know, it's, and I feel, you know, sometimes it's sad because sometimes I feel, I feel bad or not really bad, but I feel like, you know, that I have a good relationship and other people don't, I feel kind of sad <laughs> that, well, you know, it's like, it's not like, ha ha, I'm fabulous, you know, ha ha, I've got fabulous. It's not fabulous. It's not perfect. By any means. But. And I think there's a difference when people, you know, I, I think a lot of times when you see the people who are, oh, look, my fat relationship is so fabulous. It's so awesome. It's so great. Yeah. 
we're we're in trouble at that point. We we are kidding ourselves, and we're 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 trying to convince yeah. ourselves more than anybody else. You're an idiot at that point, sweetheart. <laughs> well, you know, hey, I feel like that was me because I I think I knew something yeah. was wrong, and yet I did not ask the questions. I did not yeah. want to know because in my mind. If I knew the answer, I might lose my child. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, so and that's scary. That is scary. What goes behind it. It's, it's scary when you are bringing up a child that's not yours and all of a sudden you think, wow. And, you know, for clarification, you, right. you raised her since she was two years old. Yep. For, and that was 11 years that you have raised this child. Yep. I was and currently 11. still are. Well, yes, I am. But yeah, it was eleven years when all this went down that she and I that I had been her her mom, and so I'm still her mom. But things have changed, and I think that this is a testament to how amazing her mom is because she opened up her arms and said, "You know what? I would love to have someone co-parent with me. You took care of my daughter for eleven years while I did things that needed to be done." Now, let me help you. And the fact that two women can come together in that way is a true miracle. And I think that that's really something that should go out to our listeners, and that is just open your heart to what could be. If I had just said, you know what, no, I'm not going to deal with this, I'm not going to even deal with her, I would have had to walk away from my child. Mm -hmm. But instead, I opened up my heart and I said, you know what? Why not? Let's try it. Worst case scenario, I move there, it doesn't work, and I move to somewhere else. Yep. But let's try it. And I've got to say, it has been one of the most amazing... Yes, it's been very, very hard, and I'm still struggling, and there's a lot of stuff that's uncertain. And, um, you know, I, I would love for my friends to be purchasing a lot more from me so that I can uh, further that business really fast. But... The yes. fact of the matter is, I am so blessed because I have people who care about me, and that is worth more than all the money in the world. Exactly. And, uh, well, as well, um, I've also ended up with one of your children in my home. <laughs> exactly. Speaking of people who help out, one of my children moved in with Tammy because in the, in, in the move, in us having to give up our home, um, my son had a job in Connecticut, so it was not feasible for him to just pack up and move with me. Um, so I, there have been so many amazing people who have just opened up their homes, their hearts, their everything. I've just been so, so And that's, that's what a sisterhood should be, and when that's what we should be as females. Instead of tearing each other down, like even yeah. with you and the you know, um, your, your daughter's mom, um, instead of tearing each other apart, we need to be there for the children to show them this is how big people do things. You know, I, you took my son in and watched him and took care of him for years to make sure that I could do what I needed to do. And I, you know, I was so, and you made him a part of your family, you made us part of your family. And again, in turn, you were part of our family. And now I have a part of your family with me. (laughs) We truly are. 
And it's, yeah, we traded kids. We traded. I took your boy and now you're taking my boy. So, well, uh, we are coming to the end of our time here. So we need to wrap up, although Terry and I could probably talk for hours. Typically, we do. But thank you all for listening to our story and coming together. And I would love to hear some comments out there, ladies, about either how you have overcome something in your life or how you need help overcoming something in your life because maybe one of our guests can help you. Yep. And as always, we are here for you. If you do need us, we can talk. You know, we're just a text or phone call or whatever away. Um, And on that note, I have to say thank you very much for joining us at our table with Perfectly Flawed. I am one of your hosts, uh, Tammy. (laughs) Almost switched my personality there. Um, And as well as my other half here talking to you, Terry. We wish you to come back with us another time because there's always room for one more at our table.